0: Good morning. Uh, Shall we all stand up in the reading of the word? In the book of Exodus 23, verse 25 to 26. Worship the Lord your God, and his blessing will be on your food and your water. And I will take away sickness from among you. A none will miscarry or be barren in your land, and I will give you a full lifespan. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for your word. We thank you, Father God, that your powerful double-edged sword is going to do, Father God, and the removal of anything in us that is hindering us from breakthrough. We thank you, Father, today that we receive your promise of a full lifespan. And we are giving notice to the enemy that we are saying no to the plans of the enemy in our midst, in our neighborhood, and in this country. And we thank you, Father, that we receive your word today. We bow down, Father God, to your word. And we give permission, O Lord, to your word to transform us, to change us. That we will receive the breakthrough that you have promised us in this church. And we thank you, Father that you set into motion today, open all over hearing ears to receive a breakthrough in your word. In Jesus' name. And everybody said Amen. you may be seated. <clears throat> this word has promised us that there will be no premature death. The word also has promised us that there is going to be an increase and in fruitfulness, success and prosperity, and is connected to worship. Today we are going to be talking about worship. The Lord has put that in my heart. Pastor called me on April if I would pray if I could speak on this Sunday. And of course, I asked my husband who prays for me in the morning, prays for me in the evening, and prays for me when I speak or when I share. And so he said yes a week later, and so I was still stalling because Monday is going to be our 47th wedding anniversary, (laughs) and we have a lot of things uh, planned for this week we have family from the Philippines from other states, and we had a hundred people coming in last Saturday and I would like to let you know that we all prayed the sinner's prayer and so when I was in the prayer room the Lord said text your pastor and say yes And that from that day, the Lord has been giving me a message to share with you this morning. And so I am just delivering a message to you. I am just a messenger. So I want you to just listen to what I'm sharing with you today. God has uh, put that in my heart. My husband said yes, and the pastor asked me to share with you. So I want you to have a hearing ear. Worship. Is the fulfillment of the promised blessing. There will be no more derailed, complicated, compromised season in your life. This is our breakthrough season, and this season is a hundredfold wholeness promised in His Word. I am going to be sharing with you what that means, and the Lord has spoken to me, and I want you to have a hearing ear. Your pastor has been preaching here. I have been writing down, and the Lord whispered to me here and to tell the church that the lien against your request is being lifted. You need to hear and follow instruction. The lien on your request and the promise that God has promised you has been brought before the court with accusation. God says, I am going to remove that lien. You've been waiting for this for 20 years, one year, how many months. You're asking the Lord, when is it going to happen? The accuser, the one who knows how to bring legal accusation against you, that's why his name is Lucifer, the one who knows the in and outs of the courts. Peter, Satan wants to bring you to court. You have denied me three times. So I ask you three times, do you love me, Peter? I am removing every word that you have said that is written in the books. So when you come before me, there is no lien against what you request to serve me and to walk in my ways. And so God is saying to you and me, because there is an enemy that goes before the court against us. And he is determined, looking around whom he may devour, to kill, to steal, and to destroy you. Devour, to slurp the very last drop of energy that you have, because he means business against you. But God is speaking to us today that I have given you the authority to have dominion over the land, the sea, and the air. You need to give notice to the enemy that there is no fly zone. And God is asking you to tell the enemy that you are going to pull down the stronghold. Because you are saying that there's not only a no-fly zone, but you have not given him permission to land. And you are not giving permission to hell to cruise around our shores. God is asking us to be awakened. Because his promises to you and to me is yes and amen. He promised that his divine power has given us Everything that we need in life and godliness. And he who has not spared his son. How can he not give us all things? You know, God did not just create this world from nothing. I know our teachers said that they're wrong. God uh, created this earth from the substance that existed within him the express image of his person, the brightness of his glory, the exact representation of who God is, the fullness of the Godhead. That's why it is high treason for you and I to bow down to any image because it is an insult to the God who is exactly the invisible God. And so God is asking us today, this morning, that there is no weapon formed against you that will prosper. He said that you are going to condemn every tongue that rises against you. So why don't we go to sleep and without saying that we condemn every tongue. Every day, every night we pray we condemn every tongue. Because there is a curse that is being released and spewed out against the body of Christ today. I've heard that when I travel in the other nations of the world. and They are intensely... Aggressively praying against us morning after morning in how many thousands of churches all over the world that is calling the name of their God. So God is saying to us today, don't just sit down and watch TV, stand up and condemn the words that have been used against you. So God is speaking to us, worship. Because worship is partnership with him. You know what God is saying? Meet me in court. In the book of Isaiah 43 to 26 to 28, I would like to dissect that to you. It says, put me in remembrance and let us contend together. State your case that you may be acquitted. That is legal terms. You, for, because he says, you put me in remembrance. Your first father have sinned. Your mediators have transgressed against me. Therefore, I will profane the princesses of the sanctuary. And I will give Judah the, to the curse and Israel to reproaches. In other words, God is saying, there is a case against you. You see, the way we understood that, that message is that we are going to argue with God. We're going to fast 21 days and we're going to twist his hand and we're going to speak for two hours telling him what we think his scripture means. And we preach this to him and then we say amen and we don't No wonder why he's not speaking to us. God says, you're not letting me speak. God is saying to us that... In other translations, I will read it to you. I want you to put me in remembrance. Meet me in court. Let us review the situation and let us argue this case together. This is something that God is speaking to us today. The partnership with him. I don't want you to convince me. I'm already convinced. I want to bless you. I died for you. My promises are yes and amen. And why is it not happening in your lifetime? Why is the breakthrough being postponed? God is asking us today that I want you to bring it to a supernatural reality, a reality. Eternal God has no limit to time, no limit to geography, and no limit to distance. So he said, let's go to court. Prepare your case, and you shall be a witness unto me. I've said this over and over, and I told the Lord, everybody, he told me that, I said that already. I said, that's okay, the other ear needs to hear that. And for those who said that they've heard it twice, I'm giving you notice that you need to obey. Because a lot of the people today in this country does not have 20 years. Does not even have 10 years. And God is saying, hear and obey this. Because you will never hear this message again. God is speaking to us that this court... Is waiting for you and me. That's why I call you to be a witness. This is not just limited for us. To speak in the streets of Los Angeles. Or the countries of the world. This is not just a calling. This is a command. That you are going to show up in court. So you are not going to default by no show. The intensity of this war requires you. And me. To show up. You know I have been. Praying for my family, God has asked me again to go and travel to the nations of the world. And I ask the Lord, you and I have an agreement. You take care of my Jerusalem, and I'm going to go to the nations of the world. So I ask all my nieces and nephews, the third and the fourth generation, they came here, celebrated, and we all prayed the sinner's prayer. Because I am intense. To see the breakthrough of God's promise in my life. In the land of the living, in the lifespan that he's giving me. So let's go to court. I like going to court. You know why? Because the court is seated, the book of Daniel said. And the books were open. (laughs) Until the ancient of days came and judgment was made in favor to the saints. You know what this court case (laughs) It's rigged. It's so rigged that we just have to show up and we already win. You understand? This is crazy. That's why I like going to court. We win all the time. So God is saying, I want you to show up in court. Because the righteous God, in his divine jurisprudence, he has to be just even with Satan. That's scriptural. The just God, the righteous God, cannot be unfair with anyone. He has to set into motion the proceedings of the court, including the accusation of the evil one against you. It's called the lean against your request. So God is saying to us, to this church, I am going to lift the lean against your promises. You see, we have made grace very cheap. We'd like to commit sin and then ask forgiveness later. (laughs) We have everything so confused that we ask God to finish something he did not start. He did say, I am the author and the finisher, but I have to first author it. He said, humble yourself, and we pray, God, humble me. That's not what the word of God said. This is so important that we are going to align and we hear what he's saying because... Our breakthrough needs to happen now. This is so important that we are going to understand specifically what God is speaking to us this morning because worship is following the protocol of the kingdom. In the first Thessalonians chapter 5, it says these are very short scriptures. You know, they said that there's a short scripture that Jesus cried. Well, there's a short scripture for you. In verse 16, it says, rejoice always. 17, it says, pray without ceasing. 18, in everything give thanks. So is that simple enough? You want to memorize scripture? That's awesome. (laughs) Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks. And everybody says, for this is the will of God in Christ. So we are praying for hours, Lord, give me and no, let me know you will. Hello? Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And in everything, give thanks. Simple instruction from the court, Because we, our breakthrough is at stake. You see, <clears throat> he said, enter into his gates in the book of Psalms. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. So we enter his gates with thanksgiving. We enter with our hands raised up because of his goodness. And we kneel before him and we praise him because of his greatness. And we prostrate because he is holy. He doesn't need an To meet requirements for you and me to worship Him. He's the only one that's worthy to be worshipped. There is no other name that you and I will bow and worship. When we worship Him, we're going to understand that He is all. So when He is all, He can do all for you and me. We don't even have to fast 21 days. We don't even have to sing 2 hours. We don't even have to pray for 2 hours. We meet the God. And have a divine romance with the giver. We're going to know the giver. We thank him for his gifts. But we need to know him. The giver of our soul. Excuse me. So God is handing us today. We stand. We need to enter the key. That is the key. God is saying, and if you don't want to be thankful and you don't want to be joyful, in the next verse, verse 5 of Psalm 100, it says, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. You know, God knows. Sometimes, Lord, I don't feel like worshiping you. I don't feel like praising because I have a bad day today. Well, God is saying, hello, I'll give you three reasons. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations. That is good enough reason for us to be able to come and praise Him and worship Him. It doesn't matter whether you have a bad day or not, whether you are still waiting for your breakthrough. Because this thankfulness and gratefulness is the key to protect your heart and our minds. In the book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 21 to 22. Although they knew them as God. Although they knew him as God, they did not glorify him as God. They go to church, they dress like Christians, talk like Christians, sing like Christians. But they are not grateful. Because they do not have any reason to be grateful because it's a bad day. But God is saying that you, because they did not glorify him as God, nor they th- were thankful, they, they became futile in their thoughts, the infiltration of our minds. Their foolish hearts were darkened, professing to be wise. They became fools and they changed the glory of the incorruptible God to the image of a corruptible man. The danger when you and I are not going to make a decision that we are going to thank him in a way. If He slays us, we will still praise Him. The, the danger that when we are not thankful is going to fall in love with the Mother Earth. We are going to go into this green revolution and change it, change the gospel with the green revolution. We are going to cry for our four-footed beast. And we have not travailed for a soul that is not given the right to cry in the mother's womb. This is where God is giving us a requirement as Christians today. Because the gospel of the kingdom is the power of God, and it says, Behold, all things become new. If that is not happening to us today, then we need to, as the Lord Father explained to me, the gospel. I want to be transformed. I want to be, behold, everything is new. My thinking the way i act the way i react the way i live my life the way i plan for my future it's going to change if it's not changing then my brothers and sisters we have a lean against our promise the worship follows kingdom protocol the hearing ear in the book of jeremiah 7:23 But this is what I commanded them saying. It's a command. Obey my voice. And it will be, I will be your God, and you shall be my people. You know, this is so interesting, this is so beautiful. You and I did not make a decision to make him God. (laughs) He still has the first and the last word to say, I will be your God. You know that? (laughs) He said, I will be your God, and you shall be my people. But the condition is, you're going to have A hearing ear to hear my voice. And in you walk in all my ways. That I have commanded you. That it may be well with you. Are we there yet? In the book of Deuteronomy 28. My favorite. One of my favorite scriptures. Everything is my favorite. Now it shall come to pass. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. To observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today. That the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and ever get ready and overtake you. Are you there yet? Huh. That's a promise. Because you obey the voice of the Lord. <clears throat> you see, it is not, God is not expecting for people who is not hearing him. He's expecting for people who have an ear to hear his voice. The sign that you and I have been born again is we have. Listen, if God is not talking today, why are we praying? I mean, you know, we should not be surprised that somebody says, God is talking to me. Because the talking, speaking, God speaks to us. And so, why are we not hearing God say, turn off your television? Close your iPad so you can hear me. Because God is speaking today. Because God is speaking. I am not expecting Hollywood. I'm not expecting the politicians. I'm not expecting the world. Hello? To go to with me to court. Oh, if my people who are called by my name. And humble themselves. And pray. And seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear... From heaven. You know why he's hearing? Because he's a hearing God. That's why he wants you to be hearing children of the king. And then I will hear, I will forgive, and I will heal. You see, the responsibility of the breakthrough is not when Hollywood will repent. The responsibility of the breakthrough is not when our politicians will change their minds. This breakthrough is dependent on you and dependent on me. We are going to see breakthrough. Because God says in the Book of Psalms, sacrifice and offering I do not desire, but I have opened your ears. You see, as a nurse, one of the very important things that we need to do is the doctor has to order either it's going to go oral, is it going to go IV? Is it going to be through a mist? In other words, the root of this medication has to be properly given according to the order. But God says, I am a stalking speaking God. I sent my word to heal you. I sent my word to deliver you. I sent my word to to break through in your life. So I want you to incline your ears and open your ears because this breakthrough is coming. So I I don't have problems with television. I just want you to promise the Lord to give him equal time. Do you know that average... Computer use is four to six hours. Can you imagine? If we give God four to six hours, we're going to have a celebration in heaven. Woo, hallelujah. So God is speaking to us today that we need to understand that this hearing ear is a requirement. Because in, in worship, holiness is not an option. It's exclusive only for the king and no merchandising allowed. We are not going to worship him so he will heal us. We're not going to worship him because so he can answer our prayer. This worship is non-negotiable. We are going to see the king. That is so awesome. And we're going to find out that we're so nothing. That he is all. And once we see him, that he is all. God says, thank you. And now I can do all that you've been asking me to do. I believe this church is being led to worship. There is an anointing that's happening in worship. And to those of you who are coming late in worship, you need to come early. Because there is an anointing that the Lord is infiltrating this church. And I believe that the healing is happening as we worship. The breakthrough is happening as we worship. And so God is saying in this worship, I require you to be holy before me. So I want to read to you in 1 Samuel 15, it says, For rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. You see, every time you and I set into motion contamination of witchcraft in our prayer altars and in our lives, we hinder the breakthrough. So we need to understand what that witchcraft is. This is not, you know, the the, the movie that you know wiggles their nose, you know, the one with a, a pointed ha- a hat. God is saying to you and me, this is what witchcraft is. Rebellion is the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also have rejected you from being king. That was not just limited to Saul. God is asking you, if you want to move in authority and the anointing of the kingdom, you need to be sure that you do not have witchcraft in your prayer life. In your walk and in your lifestyle, what is witchcraft? You see, pride says, "I will not." Stubbornness will say, "I will, but I'll do it my way." A lot of Christians today are away from pride, because you see that we know that is obvious. But a lot of Christians today are doing their own thing. When you and I do our own thing and we're not following the prescribed instructions of the Lord, what is instructed from this pulpit, we are moving in witchcraft. And we are going to contaminate our prayer life and our prayer altars. And we are going to have a lean against our breakthrough. I told the Lord, Lord, do I need to deliver this message? Can you ask somebody to deliver this message? It's a little bit intense. (laughs) So God is asking us today that I want you to fall in love with my word. I want you to stand in attention with my word. In the book of Psalms 138 verse 8, it says, I have magnified my word. In other words, I put my word above my name. I asked the Lord about that a few weeks ago because I was preparing this message. He says, Mila, when you call my name, I smile because I know your voice. But when you declare my word. Heaven and earth is in attention. Because this, crea- this whole creation understands the language of my word. When you are going to... Are you guys ready for this? When you are going to return my word, heaven is going to stand in attention because it doesn't have any other choice. It is going to perform the guaranteed performance of this word. Oh. <clears throat> God, is not, God already knows that you have problems at home. God already knows you have a problem in your finances. God already knows the whole mess that you're in. He doesn't really want to hear that. He wants you to speak his word. I promise, I told the Lord last night. You promised me my Jerusalem. We have now fourth generation that it doesn't walk in with you. We have men and women in our, in our family that is blessed. Press down, you know, academia. But I said, Lord, this is not my promise from you. You're not doing a good job in this section here. I want to go to the nations of the world, but you promised me my Jerusalem. And so I go before the Lord. You promised me that I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and salvation will come to your whole household. And I demand that the word is going to return with guaranteed performance. You see, the word, everybody have to stand in attention. Because there was the glory of the Lord poured upon the church of the book of Acts. Ananias and Sapphira did not get away with a little lie. Because there is going to be a power of God's glory in this church and it is happening. And God is going to demand from you and me to raise the standard of our walk. Because no one can get away. God says, I demand holiness in my worship. Because breakthrough is going to come. In the book of Leviticus, I just want to share that because the Lord put it in my heart to share with you. You know, the word is so beautiful. You know, the word really dance. That when you read the word, it's not boring. I mean, wow. You know, you think that you're you you know, this, you know, you watch this sci-fi movie. I don't watch sci-fi movie. Uh, I don't understand it. And then I know it's in trouble because they have a bad music. I know already that something's happening, right? Uh, and, uh, but, can you imagine when you read the Word? Oh, it moves. <laughs> I'm telling you, you. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? It's so exciting to read the Word. And the Lord is really telling me that, that there is going to be a time that uh, you need to understand that my word is going to speak louder and louder and my people are going to stand in attention the way I stand in attention with my word. It's not going to be my way, I will do it, but my way. <laughs> and you know what? The Lord just put, you know, reminded me about the book of Leviticus when Moses told the people of Israel, tomorrow God is going to come and, and pour glory upon you. I want you to follow exactly what his commandment and instruction is saying. And that next day, God showed up because they followed exactly what the word of God said. Not a single one of them, I'll do it, but I'll do it my way. Well, somebody there. There is Abihu, the sons of uh, the high priest. He says, they showed up, Ananias and Sapphira, and they showed up with, I will do it, but I'll do it my way. And God says, when you worship me. I will be honored among the people. You know, um, I don't know why I'm saying this, but there's something that I wrote down there. Even God, even, um, you know, um, lets us know what he wants, how you dress up when you worship. The dress code is for strength. Google it. It's in the scripture, okay? For strength, for honor, for dignity, for glory and beauty. That's a requirement of our dressing up. And that's all I'm going to say because the Lord told me to say that to you. But the spiritual warfare that God is re- asking us to do in the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 20, it says, give thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't want to sidetrack a little bit. I get, my, my, you know, when I sidetrack. But, but you know what? In the, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to just remind you that every time we give a praise offering or an offering, we cannot just go directly to the Father. There is a high priest. Jesus did not just die for you and me to be a Savior. He died to be a high priest. He met all the requirements as a high priest. So we can have a high priest forever. That's why when I give my offering, I give it to my high priest. Because I am expecting a hundredfold return. You and I cannot have access directly, you know, uh, uh, presumptuously. You know, we go straight to the Father. Yes, no one can come to the Father but by me. I am a high priest for you. I will, over, I will forever represent you to the throne room of the King. And it says here, giving thanks always to the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then in the book of Philippians, it says, be anxious for nothing but in everything, It says, in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. You know what that is? God is saying to us, this spiritual warfare is not global only. This warfare that God is asking us to show up in court is not global only. It is universal. The whole creation is travailing. The whole creation is crying today. You know why? Until then children of God gets their act together. Hello? I mean, we're waiting for, it. no, it's no, we're waiting for you to get your act together. You understand that there is a warfare going on today. So I'm asking all of us today that we go to court, that we are going to come before the Lord because this is a requirement from the Lord. The last point. They always say, don't believe the preachers when they say that. But uh, the measure of your return is a hundredfold. I think this is one of the points that I believe the Lord wants me to emphasize to the church today. Take heed with what you hear, because the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. You know what is that measure? How well you hear. We cannot be forgetful hearers, the Bible says, that when you read the word, you just hear it, but you're not doing it. You are a forgetful hearers. And the Bible says, there is a deceitfulness, a danger of being deceived. Google it, it's there. So, it says here, take heed with what you hear, because the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. And to you who hears, more will be given... More will be given to those who hear. For whoever has to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has, will be taken away from him. Everybody says that's not fair. fair. Well, God's not fair. <laughs> if we are fair, hello? If he is fair, all of us will be looking blunt or have beautiful noses, and all of us are going to dress the same, stay in the same house, you know, get uh, entitlements from the government. God is not fair. Because he's a creative God. He created you and me for his pleasure. You know, for those of you who want to be delivered from prejudice, that scripture says, for my pleasure, I created them. Do you know that, that scripture alone? Without laying hands on you, without going casting out demons of you know, prejudice from your life, that, that, that double-edged sword is telling you just get over it. It's for his pleasure, it's not for you. So who cares if she's yellow, polka dot, black or white? Hallelujah, Hallelujah. give the Lord a big hand for that. That's awesome. So God says, the same measure that you use will be given back to you. He says, but he who has received seed on the ground, in another, in the book of Matthew. I hope you guys are catching with me. Thank you. Uh, you see, that's what happened. Anyway, so, but he who receives seed on the ground, good ground, is he who hears the word. You see, our planting is because we obeyed what we heard. From this pulpit, there is an instruction. pastor was talking about offering i want to talk to you about that this is amazing okay it says good ground he who hears the word and understand it and it says they are going to receive 30 60 100 fold return and the lord spoke to me mila 2000 years ago i tapped into the investment banking of the earth i planted a seed as long as you're here seed time and harvest will never cease God says, tell my people to plant in my financial industry. It is not 001%. 0, 0, it's not 12%. It's 30. It's 60. A hundred fold return. And so I told the Lord, Lord, I'm done with 30. I'm done with 60. I'm 70 years old. I demand a hundred fold return. And the Lord has now been really showing us. And so really, guys, listen. This is a promise from the Lord. You take it to the bank. But we need to plant seeds. Because God says, when I demanded from the earth, when I planted my seed to the ground, I demand the earth from now on, my people is going to receive, not the banking system of the world, they are going to receive 30. 30 is big enough. You have not been paid 30 yet. I'm in the financial industry, trust me. 30, 60, 100 fold return. Give the Lord a big hand for an awesome rate of return. So God is saying to us today, I want you to rejoice because breakthrough is going to come. Because with men it is impossible, but with God all things are possible in the book of Mark. Book of Mark chapter 10, I surely say to you that there is no one who has left homes, family, guys, land, businesses for me, for my name and the gospel. We did not leave them because for our convenience, but we left them because for the gospel and for his name. You will receive in this life, it says, in this life, a hundredfold return. And in the life to come, eternal life. A lot of us are being shortchanged, you know, by not listening properly. Oh, yes, God is going to give me when I go by and by. I am going to have when I die. God says, hello, wake up. I said, in this life, I'm going to give you a hundredfold return. So I want you to follow instructions. Don't do it your way. Follow instructions. When you are going to understand the giving of the kingdom, you're going to say, yes, Lord, you're right. I'm going to invest in your kingdom. And God is saying to us today that we need to listen carefully and follow instructions. Because this investment that we are going to be doing, you know, my... Anyway, I'm excited about our hundredfold return. Because, see, and then Jesus said with persecution. That's why we don't like that promise because it comes with persecution. You know what Jesus said? Rejoice for I have overcome the world. In this world, there's many tribulations. You know what he's saying? Mila, when that tribulation, fa- when I face tribulation, it changed the nature of persecution. It changed the nature of Of tribulation. Tribulation today is not going to kill you. It's not going to discourage you. Tribulation today is going to give you an excitement that is going to build your character. You're going to have patient endurance to carry the promise of breakthrough that I have given you. Because this persecution is needed. It's a sign that breakthrough is coming. Hallelujah. I don't know why I'm the only one excited today. So, So in closing... Oh, hallelujah. Everybody says prepare for worship. Whoo, hallelujah. We will worship. And God is going to remove the barriers of worship. You see, God is not asking for a tip. You know, this is so amazing. We go to the restaurant and my, my son, goes, mom, mom, make sure that you double the tax. Can you imagine that they demand from us what to give their, God is not asking us for a tip. God is asking you and me for what belongs to him. That's what it says, you return the tithe. You know why you return it? Because it's not yours. I want to challenge all of you here. When I started this business, and we, trust me, we started from nothing. My husband decided we start from nothing. I keep biting my nails, nothing? (laughs) But listen to me, When when the Lord showed us tithing, Hallelujah, I go to court, I say, Lord, I am a tither, I am a giver, in the name of Jesus, I, res- I expect 30, 60, 100 fold return. And God is saying to us today, that listen to instruction and follow it. Because when you are going to give your tithe, you don't have to smile. Do you know it's not a requirement to be cheerful, to give your tithe? Uh, hello? You don't even have to smile. I mean, Really? Oh, no, that's not required. But God says, when you're a giver, Ooh, not a tither, when you're a giver, be cheerful because you're an uncandid camera. And this cheerful giver is going to have a 30. Can you imagine us dropping 30, 60, 100 fold return? Ooh, hallelujah. Listen to me. Forget about the market crashing. The bank is going to close, everybody's going to be shaking. But God is saying, I promise you breakthrough. Yeah. Hallelujah. So God is saying that there is a barrier, there is a lean against. So I want to read to you Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12 through 13. Beware, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief. You see, the burden is not on God. He already made up his mind. Why is the breakthrough not coming? God says, don't blame me. You. (laughs) Hello? There's an evil sin of unbelief. Because if we believe, it's going to happen. Hello? Why is it not happening? Because there is a lean of unbelief in your heart. Well, I'm going to be healed tomorrow. Hello? We need to believe, yes, God is going to send breakthrough today. Because he is the God who is I am. He did not say I will be. He did not say I was. He said I am today. And it is it's happening to us that we need to come because there is a deceitfulness of this sin if we're not going to repent. I'm going to close right now because I believe that there's something really bigger that's going to happen in our presence. But you know what? We need to come before the Lord today and worship. We're not merchandising it. We just want to ask God. We give you permission to be all in my life so you can do all. I will follow and hear your voice and I follow instruction and I confess the sin of unbelief in Jesus name and the word of the living God say everybody say breakthrough Breakthrough. everybody say amen Amen. it shall be be. according to his word God bless you